Hello and welcome back to The Wedded! <laughs> and today is a very special day because it is our Laura's birthday! So I don't want to embarrass myself and uh, start singing, but happy birthday. Thank you so much. In fact, I do have a little surprise. I might get it out oh, right now. No. I might get it out right now. Just stay there. Wait a minute. Right. Oh, Sorry. God. I'm coming back on. I'm coming back on. Okay, wait. You're not allowed to see anything yet. Okay. Let me move Shut that up. there. Okay, it's a surprise. It's melted a bit, actually. I'm, we're, we're, oh. Oh. Right, I'm going to have to pretend. Wait, let me get rid of that. Oh, Th uh, this is why in your wedding planning kit you need extra light. This is lighters. why in your wedding planning kit you need extra lighters. <laughs> okay, happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh, so happy birthday. Let me Bl pretend. Blow it out. <laughs> right, we'll have this later. <laughs> Oh, and I'm going to move out of the way because the box is really ugly. <laughs> and um, and the, the broken. <laughs> Always have oh extra God. lighters in your wedding kit. <laughs> so yeah, a huge welcome back to our birthday podcast. Our birthday podcast. So I actually said to Laura, I was like, because it is actually her birthday today. Yeah. And we are going to be putting this out later. Yeah. And um, I was like, are you sure you want to do this on your birthday? She was like, yeah, 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 it's fine. And I was like... Are you dedication, sure? dedication, like guys. full on dedication. <laughs> so tell us today what we're talking about. Topic of today's podcast is all about wedding timelines and the importance of creating them. So obviously, when clients hire us, they're hiring us because we are making their wedding beautiful. We're coordinating their wedding, but ultimately, every client that we ever speak to, one of the most important things for them is the smooth running of the event day yeah. is what they say to us. We just, they, well, they'll say, we just wanna come and we just wanna have fun. We just wanna attend our wedding like we're a guest. We don't wanna have to stress about anything. These are all the type of things that we hear when we, when we speak to our clients sort of as the wedding gets closer and closer. Mm -hmm. And just to run through a really, really long <laughs> list of what you would need to sort of look at in a wedding from the guest arrival to seating them at the wedding ceremony to the bridal entrance, which is really important, getting the music right you know, getting the guests to come to do the confetti toss mm -hmm. because it's a big um, photograph moment to the the recessional, the processional, and then going into the cocktail area, having family photos, getting the right people for the family photos, yep. then getting the bride and groom to go off and have their photos and then sitting the guests, then speeches, then food. I mean, literally, we're not even at the first dance or the cake cutting. So from our perspective... It is really, really important that we work together with the clients to ensure that their wedding timeline is super smooth, mm -hmm. that they know exactly what is going to be happening so that on the day they can relax, they don't have to think about it, and they can let us make sure that their wedding turns out exactly as they want to, hitting each step, ticking each box as we go along. Yeah, 100%. You don't actually think about all of the things that really make a massive impact if they're off timing, mm -hmm. you know, with speeches, with music, especially, you know, with first dances, you know, you need to be there to make sure that these moments are set in stone and mm -hmm. they're as per schedule so that all the team are, are there and present as well because you know if there's a, a, a timeline set out you say okay the first dance is happening then or the cake cutting ha is happening then the venue will know for example okay we need to bring the cake out at that yep. point and yep. the dj will know okay i need to play this song at that mm -hmm. point and and we go into intricate detail don't we for example you know 
a signed seal delivered played at one minute past seven. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But yeah, you have to like be, that. you have to be yeah. like that. And, you know, this can really, you know, when it's done properly, it can really create that smooth transition and guests don't notice if things are kind of off, if, you know, the, the music is, is on point and everything gets per the timeline. Mm -hmm. But I've got an example of this, actually. So, um, so we had a wedding not earlier this year, wasn't it? Um, beautiful couple, beautiful wedding. It was absolutely amazing. But it was in the Bulgari Hotel and the actual ceremony and the, the dinner, the wedding reception afterwards was in the garden area, wasn't it? Um, but as we spoke about previously... <laughs> I'm laughing because I know what's coming. We were talking about this recently, which we is why was, yeah, yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. what you're going to say. Um, but yeah, so... In Dubai, we've spoken about this before, haven't we? There is there's noise restrictions. So, and a lot of venues, the noise restrictions are around sort of 10 30, 11, complete cutoff. It was 10 30. The, yeah. the cutoff was 10 yeah. 30. So, what did we do? So, we thought it would be nice to have a nice transition to kind of walk the guests into the ballroom, not a kind of on the mic, okay, everyone needs to move inside now because it's just, it's unprofessional. It kind of, you lose momentum, don't you? And this was actually, um, it was a French Pakistani wedding, wasn't it? So it's a combination of cultures. It's absolutely incredible. So we thought we'd bring that element of the Pakistani culture and use it to our advantage to help create that transition. So we hired a group of well-known mm -hmm. doll drummers. And I was downstairs with the DJ. <laughs> And I knew that at, you know, one minute past 10 or whatever it was, we needed to play this certain song and then we needed to dim it down because the doldrummers would be making a surprise entrance. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Nobody knew that these doldrummers were coming. It was mm -hmm. a surprise for the guests. And anyway, so Hannah went off to, to the changing rooms where they was all backstage getting ready. <laughs> and... You know, I've got Bulgari team coming over going, you know, we're approaching cutoff. Is everything? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I assure you everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm texting Hannah. I'm like, you know, are they, are they coming? Like, do I start dimming the music down? And she's like, hold on, hold on. You know, still waiting, still waiting. I'm like, come on. I've got the team in my ears. Laura, Laura, five minutes to go. We need, to, it's going to be a complete cutoff. And you imagine if we cut the music off, it's yeah. just going to be dead silence. And it's just, it's a fail, isn't it? So I'm with these dancers and drummers. And I think there were six of them. There was maybe two drummers and four dancers off the top of my head. And um, they'd, they'd arrived at the venue on time, but they'd come not prepared in their outfits, which is normal. Yeah. And we'd had their, the sort of the, the changing room for them. And, you know, they came and obviously they have a certain attire that they're wearing and then they put their attire on and then they're getting their turbans ready. And it takes a bit of time to get it done perfectly. And I'm like, guys, please, please hurry up. Like, you know, time, time, time. And Laura's messaging me, Hannah, Hannah, where are we? And I'm like, please just hurry up. <laughs> She was texting me like, Laura, they still haven't got the turbans on. I was like, oh, for God's <laughs> Literally, Bulgari team are stressing me. The DJ's going, do I play it? Do I not? Do I dim it? Do I not? And I'm like, I don't know. So I'm like, Laura, we're walking down the corridor. We're walking down the corridor. I was, to be honest, I was half expecting Hannah to come in with a turban on and the outfits and just start dancing because to get everyone in. <laughs> 
I mean, we've got to do what we've got to do. But anyway, so they all came down, didn't they? I mean, I'll try and insert a video because it was just such a good moment. They all came down in their colourful outfits and turbans well intact. Well intact. <laughs> and the guests absolutely loved it. And they had this surprise performance. But they loved it too much. Because then what happened is all the guests got up and started dancing with them. And they're dancing outside. Yeah. And now we're on 10.30. Or I think it was like 10.31 when they came out. And, and imagine. The restrictions are at 10.30. The, the drums are even louder than the music aren't they yeah. like they're very very loud and so powerful. we're literally going to the drummers like take them inside, <laughs> and Hannah at the stage, take like, them inside like please, please. <laughs> <laughs> and but they the thing is, is they they're they're there to perform and they're there to really entertain and literally the the guests were so excited and so happy because there was a lot of western um western guests that were there yeah. that probably hadn't ever had that experience before mm -hmm. so they were all up dancing they were really embracing the culture and we're going to the dancers and the drummers like Inside. <laughs> and then literally the Bulgari team are trying to join us oh it's, it's become a big running joke now has, we were yeah. talked about this the other day because we were in yeah. Bulgari having a meeting and uh, Rodrigo who's um, one of the directors there we get on with him so well and we sat there having a tea in the afternoon just, just laughing laugh. so much about some amazing <laughs> memories which is one of them so for sure like Laura says with a timeline mm -hmm. what we really try to do is to to find ways to fill gaps to then take you to the next part of the timeline. Now, the reason why we kind of installed that is anybody that knows me knows that I absolutely detest silence. I yeah. hate silence. Even if I'm at home working on the laptop, I've either got a movie on or, or music on. Yeah. I, I absolutely hate silence. And in a wedding, I also hate silence, but I hate guests being moved with a microphone like, ladies and gentlemen, can yeah. you please move to the next room now? Like, it's, it's just, just robotic. It's just yeah. so robotic. It's it's just not, it's not our, it's not the way that we do things at Couture events. I know yeah. that there are a lot of cultures where they'll have like an MC and that's very typical, but it's not really something that we do. Yeah. Um, so we really cry, try to create an atmosphere with music or with something that will move people onto the next part. And the thing is, is like I said in the beginning of the episode, there's so many things that you're considering from start to end. If you don't have that written down in a very, very clear timeline, it is absolutely impossible to remember to get things perfectly right. Yeah. It's impossible. So to give you um, a couple of examples of really, you know, how we, how we go into detail with this. So we will sit down with a client when we sort of, I would say, what, two weeks before the wedding begins? I think so, yeah, because yeah. a lot of things can change in the planning process and, you know, they suddenly decide they want to have this moment and this mm -hmm. moment. So, yeah, I'd say ideally. About two weeks. weeks. We've before. always got a clear idea of, of approximately when a ceremony would start and when yep. dinner would start, but that's really the bones of it. And then yep. when we really get into the intricate details, and I'm talking about for a ceremony, for example, which for me is one of the most important things that we plan and we get right and it's mm -hmm. concise is the entrance. The bride is doing her big reveal in a dress. Everybody's waited to see her. This is that groom special moment. There's so much pressure on a, on a planner's shoulder because especially now with social media, you know, you have these massive moments that people want to capture on reels and they want to, they, they want to see the groom's face and crying. And you only get they, one shot. You get one shot. You can't go back and repeat it. Yeah. So it's really about making sure down to the detail. So we did um, a wedding in Raffles on the Palm and the groom wanted to do his entrance. Hi, Charlotte, if you're watching, by the way. I love you so much. <laughs> One of my favorite brides. I don't have favorites, but she was, she's up there. <laughs> and the groom wanted to do an entrance and then the bride was doing an entrance and she had, I think it was six bridesmaids and they were just absolutely amazing. And then we had a violinist that was playing at the ceremony 
And the bride and groom weren't allowed to see each other before they walked down the aisle, but they wanted to walk down the aisle at the same, like him and then her. Right. So like I'm literally got her here and then one of the teams got the, the groom there and then we've got someone else with the violin player. And there's so many intricate details that you have to get right. The music has to start at the right time. The bridesmaids have to go at the right time. The groom can't see the bride. And so on our timeline, it is literally, isn't it, Laura? Mm-hmm. Like 1501. <laughs> the music starts 1502 like it is that and everybody's concise. got clipboards in the team yeah. with this detailed timeline so they know mm-hmm. that, that that's how it's it's laid out yeah i mean that's also partly the reason why people do dress rehearsals before mm-hmm. before their wedding mm-hmm. i mean i don't think it's as common really over here definitely not no yeah no. but i mean that's why i know if you if you are quite nervous about the timeline that's where a rehearsal could come in in useful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's essential for the the fragile brides <laughs> who um, who are a little bit more conscious of how they want their wedding to play. Yeah. So we did this one wedding. This is uh, you know this was back in the day when I really had just started out. And I worked with a bride called Cara. Again, if she's watching, I still stay in touch with her. We're very, very lucky. We stay in touch with all our brides. And uh, she was a stickler for, for time. And I think what I've learned over the years, and I think what is really important if, if anybody's watching this and they're, they're starting out or they really want to really sort their timelines out to make them really spot on, I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning by not making sure that, one, I was in control mm-hmm. of the timeline, um, and two, that I, um, I, I, I didn't prepare the brides in advance for how important certain things were and to give them the trust that I've got their yeah. back. Yeah. Um, that took a long time for me to really, to really learn, honestly. And um, Cara, <laughs> she had a destination wedding and she was based in the UK. So everybody was flying out to a European country. And she... As she got to the airport, she hand this is how this is how hands-on she was as a bride. She handed all of her bridesmaids um filofax of their responsibilities <laughs> on the day of her wedding. And literally and it was like a full-on ring binder like this. Like literally, the bridesmaids told me, and we were having a good old chickle about it. And she just really wanted her wedding to be perfect. She dreamt of it her whole life. Yeah. She'd actually been with her partner for quite a long time. He had two boys and she was like the stepmom, but they really had created this beautiful family together. And um, she really wanted this day to be really, really special. And what I hadn't learned at that point, if I'm being really, really honest with myself, I hadn't learned the importance of giving her the trust that I had her back covered. Right. But I also hadn't learned the importance of taking control a little bit so that she could sit back and enjoy her day. And she did enjoy her day. And even, you know, to this day, she whenever we chat about her wedding, she, she says it was one of the best days of her life. But from an outsider looking in as the wedding planner, she was just so consumed in what am I doing next? Where do I need to be next? What am I doing next? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't have that experience. And I think that now that I do have that experience and the whole purpose of doing this this episode is to really give people the experience that we've learned to, to, so that they can take it into their into their everyday life is to make sure that 
you're so concise in how you plan your timeline. Yeah. But then you also build up the trust with the clients so that they know that they know that you know where they need to be so that they can go and they can have a drink and they could be talking and then we approach them, okay, we're doing we're doing um, family photos now. Can you can you finish your drink and then come over? And they just know it's going to happen. They don't need to go to us. When we're doing family photos, what we're doing? When yeah. we're doing this? When they we're doing know. that? They know yeah. it's being taken care of. Mm. And I think, I mean, I'd go as far to say as this is if not the most, one of the most important factors about our job. I mean, people look at the bigger picture and they see, right, beautiful decor, creativity, meeting clients, going and sourcing venues, looking nice on the day, the actual wedding day, celebrating, but you are a wedding planner. Mm -hmm. You're hired to plan the wedding. Mm -hmm. And part of that is producing an intricate, detailed timeline so that that day runs as smooth as possible there's always going to be hiccups and make sure you leave space in that timeline to to, to account for these kind of things that will come along the way i mean essentially they can do it themselves they're hiring you so that they can enjoy their day sit back and just trust that it's being taken care of mm -hmm. what would you say is the most important part of the timeline that you need to master I mean, arguably, it's all really important, right? Mm. I think that the, the big moments and the big moments need to be chosen by the client because for every client, it's very different. Yeah. For example, with social media, there's so much pressure on having these big moments and there's new moments that keep coming. So, for example, years ago, we always used to be the cake cutting and the first dance was the big part. Yeah. But now with social media, the entrance of the bride and groom into the space, into the dinner is now really important. Yeah. You know, there's there's certain things that, that there's a lot of pressure to make sure, like the, the confetti toss, for example. Like a lot of guests will sit down and they won't know when they need to throw the confetti. Mm -hmm. The bride and groom might not know what, what happens. Do they walk? Do they stop? Do they kiss? Do they what? Like, so I think that managing beforehand, first of all, really important to sit down with the client and say, right, what are the most important parts to you? What, what photos? do you want to achieve? Like, yeah. what are you looking for? Give us, give us a, we always get clients to sort of create a gallery of photos from all different, like, you know, photographers from all over the world. I love this photo. I love this one. What do you love about it? I love the way that they're, they're kissing. So now we always recommend if they're comfortable, a bride and groom, when they walk down the aisle, they stop for two seconds and they have yeah, a kiss. They get that moment. They get that kiss because they're not so far up next to the celebrant. They're further down. All their family and friends are around them and there's potentially confetti. So it's just a really nice moment moment to catch her yeah so it's really important first of all to sit down with the client and say what is it that you're looking to achieve what photos do you really yeah. want what's your most important factor exactly and then prepping everybody that's involved a photographer and videographer have a huge responsibility on the day of a wedding to be in the right place at the right time yeah. your timeline isn't just for you it's to give them to the the vendors beforehand so that they know where they need to be the hotel knows when the cake needs to come out the mm -hmm. dj knows when the first dance song is going to play and if there's another song that has to come straight after yeah you know there's so many things and you know even though for me there's certain parts which definitely 
I put pressure on myself. Like for me, it is the ceremony because yeah. that's the first entrance of the bride. It's it's the music coming in. It's then the set this the celebration of them be coming together and then getting the music straight mm-hmm. when they have that first kiss to create that ambience. Right now, we're coming to the fun part of the wedding where people can really start to mingle and enjoy. Like that, I put a lot of pressure on my shoulders. Once that's done, you always know I'm like, yeah, <sighs> it's done. The big bit's done. But there's obviously still more big bits. But for me, of that's course. important. But yeah. like honestly. It's, it's so many things for me. It's the pre-planning. It's the pre-planning with the client. It's speaking to the vendors, getting them prepared, yeah. knowing, guys, 10 minutes, we're doing the cake cutting. Guys, 10 minutes, speeches start. Yeah. You know, there's, it's to make sure that nothing's missed because ultimately on the day, like you say, there's no second chance. Yeah. You have to get it right. If the groom makes a, a funny comment and as he picks up the microphone and the photographer and videographer are just walking to you because they're, they're not ready and they've not been prepared, that it's moment's missed. missed. It's missed. It's missed. And on the, the topic of photography, it's really important to sit down with the client beforehand and say, how long ideally do you want to go off? Because... That that can create a huge gap in the timeline. If the photography and videography team are just taking way too long, that's, you know, a lengthy period of time where the bride and groom are away from the guests Mm -hmm. and you can really feel it. You can really Mm -hmm. feel it in the party. And some clients, I mean, we've got a couple at the moment that are even asking us, you know, can we do a pre-wedding shoot? They don't even want to leave the party at all. I wouldn't want to. You spent all that money. You know, you you want to be be there. And everyone's there for you. And if you're not there, what's the point? You Mm -hmm. know, like, so yeah, I mean, it's quite common now that people are doing, they're having two wedding dresses, for example, or two wedding suits. and Three? We've had a few with three. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but to do that pre-wedding shoot beforehand and just to get, you know, a really detailed shoot and get the photos that they really want without having to rush back and worry about how the guests are feeling behind. So that's super important as well. But I mean... On that note, what is also really important from experience is making sure that the photographer and videographer know that they only have a certain amount of time. Now, the reason why I say this, and this is something that I've learned recently, and I think that we always, Laura and I were just saying actually not long ago, every event we learn something new. Yeah. And most recently what I learned um, from it from a, a couple, so they didn't really want, they weren't very camera confident at all. Mm-hmm. They were like, we just want like, we want the photos and they wanted to go on the day in their attire but we don't want to go for very long. Yeah. Now, obviously, as a planner, you're also responsible for what's happening in the wedding party, as well as what's happening with them going away. Now, we had a couple of things that we had to plan during that wedding process. So we actually stayed at the wedding party whilst they went off with the photographers that we'd worked with a lot. Obviously, the most important thing for the photographer and videographer is to get the best photo or video that they can possibly get. Yeah. So selfishly, they are going to want to keep the bride and groom for as long as possible. However, it's down to what the client wants, which is what we have to manage. And we had this one experience recently, didn't we, where the photographer, videographer took the client off and we're like, where are they? We stayed with the wedding party because we had stuff to do. And half an hour passed, they only wanted 20 minutes. 20 minutes was on our timeline. Half an hour passed, 40 minutes passed, I'm calling, And of course, you know, the bride and groom, they're not carrying their phones at this point, you know, and we can't get hold of Mm it. The resort is massive, you Mm -hmm. know. Where are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ride on the loose, (laughs) ride on the loose. (laughs) (laughs) So literally, you know, we're calling and we're like, listen, you know, what are we going to do? And um, I think what we learned at that wedding was the importance of saying to the photographer, videographer, which we do always prep everybody, but especially when you're working with those timid and shy brides and grooms that don't want to spend that much time. Yeah. This is your window 
that is all you have. Then you bring them back, especially if we're not there in person to say to them, get your ass back. Yeah. <laughs> or at least communicate with us, you know, if something's taking a bit longer, say, oh, the bride has requested, you know, a, a, another location, give us a call and say, do you think we could squeeze another 10 minutes in and we can make time from our end? But that's the importance of, especially for communication with the timeline as well. So mm -hmm. we know we can make adjustments elsewhere and brief the team so nothing else is heavily impacted because it's a domino effect. Yeah. If something slips up in the timeline, but then I guess that's the importance of having the timeline in the first place. Because from our perspective, if we've got, if we do have a timeline and somebody's late or something goes wrong, or I've had a bride once, she was an hour and a half late for the ceremony. I swear. Like, again, it was when I was very new in the industry and not as experienced as what I am now. And, you know, you could never sort of force a bride and be like, get out, you know, you're taking too long. Put the turban you know. on. Yeah, get out. <laughs> you, you can't do that. And and what, what I learned during the wedding was that she's late for everything. Now, right. if I had known that from the beginning, I would have put in a, at least a contingency plan. So if she was as late as what she was, that I had water there because no one had water, right. um, that we had more shading because it was a ceremony in, in the middle of the sun, in the middle of the day. Um, you know, that maybe I would have even not sat people as early. I would have mm. just double checked that she was ready. You know, there's certain things that you learn as you go on that, you know, you, you, you just have to learn to manage, you know. So, um, so, yeah, from my perspective, having that timeline and really, really, you know, getting it right and nailing it is, is really important. So, Laura, to sort of finish it off when I ask if anybody is starting out, what would you advise them to do in order to keep their timeline as, as accurate as possible? I think, first of all, obviously, get the bones in there, like we've spoke about. So, mm -hmm. you know, those really key moments, ceremony, first dance, cake cutting, make sure they're put in place. Um, but then after that, really sit down with the client like we do, you know, two weeks before and go through everything in detail. What moments are you looking to achieve? Because there might be something that they're expecting that you're not really quite aware of. Someone might want to say something, know exactly who wants to speak and when. You know, uh, uh, any speeches at all, photography, really understand because it really um, differs client to client. So mm. sit down with your client and really understand the bones of it. And I think if you are obviously starting out, I mean, I experienced this myself. You can't just walk into something, expect to nail it straight away. So don't be afraid to consult another person in the industry. You know, this is what the wedded is for. Mm -hmm. You know, ask us. Our DMs are always open. Um, or, you know, have a listen to this podcast. This is super helpful and, and gain some advice on different topics. But yeah, don't be afraid to pick up the call or reach out to another planner in the industry and just say, you know, what advice can you give? Or can you oversee my timeline? You know, I've made a timeline. Mm -hmm. How does this look? And get feedback because we're all super helpful, you know, and we're all wanting each other to succeed. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to kind of get a second look. Don't feel like you have to take it all on, on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. um, and a third piece of advice that I'd give is, you know, we, we've spoken about this on a previous podcast is have a designated contact on the day. So whether that be, you know, a bridesmaid or a friend or the mother of the bride or something like that, speak with them also beforehand and make sure perhaps they have a have the timeline, a copy of the timeline and mm -hmm. just make sure if it's someone on your team or just someone in the in the bridal party that knows exactly what's supposed to happen when, if you're not present, you know that someone else knows about it and they can take care of it. And overall, the timeline is, is a success. Mm -hmm. 
definitely. And also write it down, like make sure that that written document, I mean, we can we can put a link actually, we can put a link on the wet ed to what ours would look like yeah. so people can see them and see how intricate they are. And, um, you know, write everything down, make sure that you're there. So literally when something happens, you can tick it off, you move on to the next one. So you don't yeah. forget anything. What I think is really useful as well. So we did mention that we have clipboards, but also keep a copy on your phone because mm -hmm. you can't always have that clipboard in your hand. You know, you're picking things up or you're stitching a dress up or you're helping with something, you know, and the amount of times we've left a clipboard on the top of a side somewhere. Hannah, where's my clipboard? <laughs> you know, so, you know, have, have it in different formats, maybe a piece of paper that's folded and you've put it down your bra, <laughs> you know, or on your phone or it's on the clipboard and just make sure you've always got it accessible yeah perfect well i think that rounds up our episode today yeah once again happy birthday thank you <laughs> i'm not going to reveal my age <laughs> i have one more little surprise for you later on but i can't i can't um tell you what it is right now mm -hmm. but it is something after this so happy birthday thank we you. hope that you found this episode really helpful if you do want any help with timelines do let us know like laura says we are there for you i um, more than happy to sort of help you and if anybody is interested in having a copy of what our timeline looks like let us know we're, we're happy to help yeah fling over your email address and we can absolutely send you a template just to help you get started mm -hmm. um but yeah thank you so much guys for watching as always we really really appreciate your support we can see our subscribers are growing slowly but surely and it's really really exciting for us um, we do have something really exciting coming in January of 2024 mm -hmm. um, so do stay tuned as we say this community is open just for you um, so we want everyone to benefit as much as possible mm -hmm. um, and our next episode we have a very special guest so yes. keep your eyes peeled yes, for that our first guest on yep. the podcast yep. so exciting so yeah stay tuned um and like and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> thank you bye guys bye